0: The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss
1: conversations
0: like this one.
1: Stats, let me pose this to you. Okay, so you have some, you know, over-the-hill Boston sports stars generating a lot of hype uh, by heading down south to a new team. Do you know who I'm talking about here? Do you have a guess? Would that be Steven Goskowski? um it's not him oh Um boy i can't think of anybody else um well you could say it's the 2020 buccaneers but i was actually talking about the 2013 brooklyn nets who got paul pierce (laughs) and kevin garnett uh way past their prime and I guess what I'm trying to say is there is no difference between the 2020 Buccaneers and the 2013 Brooklyn Nets. Way overhyped, both teams. Uh, I don't want to look. I don't want to make myself look as Mr. Know-it-all over here, but obviously I do know everything. And when the Nets uh, got those guys I feel like I was one of the only sane people in the world being like, this isn't going to work. Like these guys are over the hill. I mean, they're going to be better than what they were because the Nets were really bad. They're going to, you know, make the playoffs, but they're not going anywhere. They're not going to, they're not a serious championship contender. And for everyone to just assume that the Buccaneers now, because they got Tom Brady and Gronk and whatever, that they're just going to be, and a 43-year-old Tom Brady, by the way, who looked washed last year, and just assuming now that they're like, I mean, Peter King, with all due respect to Peter King, has the Bucks like in the Super Bowl, and I don't even, I don't know if he predicted the winner of that game, but he he has them making, the, and I just don't see it. Stats, I don't think Tom Brady has it anymore, and this is someone who I've seen Tom Brady in practice. He came to the Eagles training camp in 2013. It was the most incredible thing I've seen in my life. Um, bar none, I was, you know, I was like, whatever, it's Tom Brady. I had no expectations, you know, I thought, whatever, he's good, but like, he was amazing. He was just so accurate. He literally ended this guy named Curtis Marsh. He ended his career. Curtis Marsh, cornerback, having a great training camp for the Eagles, picked up, picked him apart in practice. The Eagles cut him, never heard from him again. <laughs> I don't even know if he's alive anymore. Um, so, but like that Tom Brady, you know, and that's seven years ago now. Now I look at him last year. He's playing the Eagles, and the Patriots should have killed that team because the Eagles weren't at a really good point. And he was so inaccurate, and I think you saw that throughout the season. Now people are going to say, oh, a supporting cast. I don't care. Like, he's 43. The accuracy isn't there anymore. I know people have been in a rush to bury Tom Brady before and it has never ended well for them because he always endures. But I'm ready to say stick a fork in Tom Brady. The Bucks might make the playoffs, but they're they're not a championship contender.
0: First of all, I've confirmed that Curtis Marsh is still alive. It's good to know. So congrats. That's good. We're, we're happy for you. Um, Okay, so you sort of mentioned a couple of the things. I agree with you that I don't think that they are Super Bowl contenders. Um, But I will point out that Brady's going to have to do less in his career than he's ever had to do with this team. I feel like his job is going to be take the ball and in two seconds or less, get rid of it and throw it to Evans, and throw it to Gronk, and O.J. Howard, and hell, even Leonard Fournette now coming out of the backfield, they're not asking Brady to be what he had to be in New England. I feel like they just want a guy, basically, that's not going to throw 30 interceptions like Jameis Winston last year.
1: Yeah, that'll help. I mean, not having uh, Jameis, it's definitely an upgrade. Look, they're not, again, I don't think they're like a bottom five team or anything. I just, I don't, I think they're a playoff team, or possibly, uh, in that conversation. I have him 14th in my power ranking. So, in theory, you know, the, Now that there's 14 playoff teams, they're they're kind of that on the cusp of that caliber. But stats like I've been through the dream team Eagles. You know, this this team, everyone thought they're gonna be awesome. I've been through heck, the 2015 Eagles, where Sam Bradford has an amazing preseason game against the Packers, and everyone has the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I've seen this kind of hype like before a season, and it doesn't end well. And maybe that's only in Philadelphia, and maybe maybe that's what's steering me wrong here. But I just don't think. Uh, and especially in this offseason, you know, with COVID and everything, and there's not the normal amount of practice time. You're taking all these new pieces and a quarterback, especially, uh, and putting them in Tampa Bay. And that's just going to instantly be great from the jump. I just don't buy it.
0: I f- would feel worse about it, except I really think that Bruce Arians is an awesome head coach. And he's got a history with quarterbacks that's phenomenal. And I see the smile that came over your face when I said that. Are you you down on Mr. Kangle, Bruce Arians?
1: I I agree with you. I would just say that after listening to Monday Football Monday uh, with R.J. Ochoa, he he had some hot takes about Bruce Arians, and he was talking about how like yeah, okay, he's done good work with quarterbacks, but they're all like top picks, or you know, you know, and if it's Brady now, it's like one of the best of all time. It's always like a number one pick. Um, so I thought that was a good point. I do like Arians though, and I, and I do think that's a big reason why the Bucks will make the playoffs is him. He'll have that team in good position, but I just again just not a championship contender to me.
0: Yeah, I mean that's true. They all were top picks, but top picks fail just as often as they succeed. And my argument would be, I, I need to, I want to test this with people that would know better than me because I've always been behind the scenes until now. And you know, but my theory is that most NFL quarterbacks fail because they're not coached and developed properly. Like I think there's more than thirty-two guys that are physically capable of being an NFL quarterback, but I don't know that there's guys that are capable from the neck up. And to me, that's mostly coaching. And so you can say what you want that Bruce Arians has had good players, and he has. But I think they succeed in part because he's there teaching them and guiding them. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.